Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Hey folks, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Anton Turnquist and Spencer Kolchar. They're part of the CGT insurance group that handles Brotherhood Mutual and our Baptist State Convention of Michigan uh, insurances. Friends, we want to welcome today uh, One Mission TV as our sponsor here at uh, Punching Holes in the Darkness podcast. They have been an invaluable partner with us since I've come here to uh, the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. What they effectively have done is they took all of our media resources and we put them together in this one neat package that One Mission TV takes care of. They're just doing an admirable job for us and have really taken us to a different level in our media work. Here's some things they've done for us. They've done web design, they can do logo design, designs for print materials, and of course, any kind of video presence and, and recording you'd like to do. And uh, they've really helped us enhance our online presence as they can for you. Great guys, great partners. You will be glad you have done this. They're really a one call media company and I think you'll be blessed by using One Mission TV. And friends, if you want to contact One Mission TV, you can do so at info at onemission.tv. That's info at onemission.tv. Well, welcome to another edition of Punching Holes in the Darkness. I'm Pastor Tim Patterson, the Executive Director here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan, and your host this week for the podcast. Uh, we do this podcast to encourage pastors and leaders and those within our Baptist Zion here in Michigan to try to help them do better, live better, and punch holes in the darkness with us together. Hey, today we have some really special guests with us, good friends we've uh, built a relationship with over uh, several years now. They work with uh, CGT, uh, our insurance provider, and uh, one of those that uh, they provide for us is Brotherhood Mutual. Great guys. Uh, we have Anton Turnquist, who is the president with us today, as well as Spencer uh, Kolchar. He is uh, our account manager, and he's kind of the first face that we met in this and kind of helped us work through things. So uh, uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining with us today. And uh, uh, before we start, everybody's going to go, oh man, an insurance podcast? Oh, that's <laughs> really exciting. Well, it is. And I think it is because we deal with so many things and uh, uh, weather issues and all personnel issues and call all kinds of things here in Michigan. And we want to protect our churches and we want to be good stewards of the monies we have. So guys, that's why we're doing this today. So Anton, uh, once you introduce yourself a little bit, tell us about you and your family, particularly your wife, any kids and that kind of thing. Let us know what's going on in your life. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, Pastor Tim. You know, we appreciate the, uh, the time to be on here with you. Uh, my name is Anton Thornquist. I'm the president and owner of CTG Insurance. Uh, we have been a specialty insurance provider for churches and ministries for about 40 years. So the agency was started by my grandfather, um, and I took it over from him about five years ago. Um, and we've continued his work and continued working with ministries and, 
and doing everything that we can to uh, help protect and, and further the mission of, uh, of the church. Um, I live in uh, Grand Blanc, Michigan with uh, my wife and our two dogs. Uh, so I've got uh, uh, my wife, Jen, and uh, our two, uh, what we call fur babies. So we've got two, a black lab and a chocolate lab. Oh, great Jack, dogs. Jack great dogs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't quite gotten to the kid phase yet of life. So we're happy with the dogs for the time being. Well, hang in there as long as you can, because uh, <laughs> even though those dogs are expensive, the kids are really expensive. You so. know, I, I have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, thank you, Anton. And man, we really appreciate you. And, and really, you guys do have a legacy of helping churches and ministries uh, protect themselves and take care of their assets and needs. And uh, uh, we appreciate that. And it's very evident by the way you deal with churches and uh, religious organizations. Uh, you guys know us and you understand us where I've had some pastors say, well, you know, I'm going to go with that other insurance company that's on TV. I said, well, you can do that. And, and I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but do they understand churches like our guys understand churches and ministries? You want to have somebody on your side who, who knows what you're dealing with on a daily basis. And you guys do that and you do that admirably. Spencer, uh, you were the first guy, yeah, I think you were the first guy I met when, we, uh, when I came on board here. Uh, and you help take care of our particular account and keep all of our nickels and noses straight. So uh, Spencer, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and, and what you do and your family particularly. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on the podcast with you, Pastor Tim. Um, I've been married for uh, to my wife for 10 years, and we have five kids ranging from my oldest is uh, going to be 10 years old in September, and my youngest is four months. So You're, you're not that old, are you? Uh, you're 10? Goodness, man. Yeah, yep. Um, I turned 30 this year, so Very old. There um, you I'm go. taking right. care of the kids aspect where, where Anton is not. So the comment <laughs> he made earlier about hearing that kids are expensive, you probably heard that from me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Hey, the guy, uh, uh just for a, a word from our, uh, for our guys out here who are listening, uh, y'all both, both are involved in your churches, local churches and, and, uh, uh, Spencer, I know you're involved in ministry in your local church and, and, and you do some things there. What do you do there? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, I'm a small group leader um, for our for our uh, student students, um, mainly middle school. Um, but because of uh, the predicament from last year, the pandemic, um, we actually condensed our youth group to high schoolers and middle schoolers together. Um, and so I've been doing that for about um, six years now. Um, and when I initially started, I had no, like, there wasn't any commonality that I could have with middle schoolers. And I didn't know why I was kind of being called to that area. But uh, now that my kids are getting older, I know that I'll be able to relate to them when they get to that season of their life. So yeah, any, it's, it's anybody great. who'd work with middle schoolers is a good person. I'm just telling you <laughs> yeah. that, you know, I was, youth ministry. Yeah. oh yes, I was in youth ministry for 12 years. And when it came to middle schoolers, we call those subhuman because, they, <laughs> you know, they're just, they were at one time human and all of a sudden they've gone into this, this pupil state, you know, like a cocoon and, and they'll come out around 17 or 18 years old, but until that time, you just don't know what they are inside there. So right, understand right. middle school's fun. Middle school's great. Anton, what about you? What, where do you fellowship and hang out? 
well, before I bought the agency, I was pretty heavily involved in children's church and elementary uh, mm-hmm. level kids. Um, my passion is helping children. And, and I really think that's important for bringing up the next generation of humans the right way. Right. Um, but just because of some time constraints and things like that, once I bought the agency, I, I, I didn't have uh, enough time that I wanted to uh, to really uh, uh, um, do that. So I, I did give that up about about four and a half, five years ago. Yeah. And we understand you're still involved in church. But one, the reason I brought this up, I want our guys to understand you're not just some jack lay out there selling insurance to somebody and and that you are not involved in, in as believers and in the church, you are, that's your life. And that's, that's really the core uh, motivator. And that's where you get your values. And that's why we like working with you guys because your values are our values. You, you have the same perspective on life as we do. And that really matters when you're dealing with people. And uh, we appreciate that about you. Well, listen, guys, why don't you talk a little bit for us, you know, here in Michigan, we have crazy weather. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's just crazy. It, it gets really cold and sometimes it gets really wet and uh, sometimes power goes out. And if you have a sump pump and it's not working, oh boy, that's fun. I've been there and done that. Uh, or if uh, you have pipes that freeze and we had uh, one of our churches that had a major freeze and I, uh, several of them in fact, and uh, had some real issues with that. Tell us, I'm going to kind of let you walk through some of these things. What are some basic things that we need to look at as far as protecting the properties and the people that God has given us to protect? What are some things that we need to do? And what are some things that we can do to mitigate some of those issues that might arise? Any one of you guys can talk about it. So why do you so let us know some of those things? Pastor Tim, we'll, we'll start with some of the, um, some of the weather damage claims that we see pretty frequently in Michigan. Um, and they ordinarily, what we'll see is that they'll happen a lot between January and mid April, early May. Um, and, and it's those things that you, that you had mentioned, wind damage, uh, freezing, um, even some flooding in the spring when we get a bunch of rain. Um, but where, where ministries can, can really focus is um, in, in the fall and even the summer, um, making sure that their, their building maintenance is, is updated, um, with regards to wind damage. Um, if you have somebody, a a general contractor or a roofer in the church, um, that would, that would volunteer to just do an annual inspection on the roof. Um, if not, maybe working with a local, uh, local provider, uh, that you trust to ensure that, uh, you know, your, your shingles are, are nailed down correctly. Um, you know, all of your doors close and your windows close correctly. Um, and with regards to, to freezing, uh, one of the biggest things we see with, with churches, especially at, at the beginning of the year, is frozen pipes. Now, a lot of times, uh, you know, churches will be <clears throat> very active uh, on the weekends, especially on Sunday mornings, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during the week, you know, Monday, Tuesday, maybe, maybe there's no ministry going on. And, and uh, you know, if, if the heat goes out or, you know, if your thermostat, uh, you know, decides to, to do something wonky on you, and that that uh, that thermostat falls below fifty five degrees. Uh, you you could be in for a, a big surprise when you come in for Wednesday <laughs> evening service. Yes, <laughs> I have been there, not because of freezing, but other reasons. I've been there. Those are things that we have to watch all the time. Uh, you know, I had a, a, one of my churches that I was in uh, in Florida. I was in two churches in Florida. We had a lady whose 
was coming down the front steps and we had several steps up to the main auditorium and uh, they had on there basically what had happened is they they had left worn out uh outdoor carpet on the steps and it should have been replaced it really should have and uh they didn't and i hadn't been there very long well it had rained and it was slick well she slipped and fell and broke her arm so i uh, i had to deal with that as a pastor right off the bat you know and try to uh, take care of that well you know that that cost us that eventually cost us uh through deductibles and insurance claims and fortunately uh, we were able to talk this lady out of moving forward with any kind of lawsuit because they do that sometimes, even church members, because not all church members are nice. I, I've no, I don't know if you've noticed that, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but not all of them have the same perspective as we do. So, uh, but fortunately we're not, but it still cost us. Uh, there's things like that, that we should be looking at, I, I believe, uh, in considering and making sure that we're not exposing ourselves to some real damage and hurt. Yeah, absolutely, Pastor Tim. And, and to your point, um, if a ministry is able to put in or install or create a building maintenance program, um, essentially a policy um, for volunteers or staff members um, to ensure and inspect their building is up to par, that's not only going to mitigate property claims, but to your point, it's also going to mitigate liability claims or slip and fall accidents. And um, one of the five claim trends that SBC churches in Michigan um, experience is also um, non-employee medical related claims, as you just alluded to, um, the slip and falls that, that happens quite frequently. And what we would advise, obviously you always want to ensure that um, your insurance policy has medical coverage um, for that. But aside from that, um, we want to help ministry leaders become more proactive and not rely so heavily on the insurance policy itself. The insurance policy should be the last resort, and you should steward your time and resources and volunteers before something like that happens Absolutely. that takes away from your time to do ministry. But a couple of points as far as mitigating any medical losses, um, we'd advise the ministry to create a, um, a safety policy. Um, to mitigate accidental injuries before they happen. Um, this policy will actually help um, outline how to respond to a medical related incident, um, including if there's gonna be any volunteers that are rendering first aid so that those personnel are identified, they're trained, and it doesn't all fall on the senior pastor's shoulders um, like you had to deal with. Right, absolutely. Now, again, you don't need to be a big church to have a need for that. And, uh, because if you have 10, 20 people showing up on it at any one time, that's 10 or 20 potential accidents that can take place if you've not taken care of your facilities, but it's always good to have people set aside for, uh, exactly what, like you said, set aside and prepared for, uh, medical, who's going to respond to this, who's going to take care of this, uh, even in the smallest church, have a, a safety plan, a volunteer safety plan in place. Um, I, I think that's an excellent idea. And also uh, having uh, what you would call uh, safety kits or emergency kits around with yes. bandages and those kind of things, those are helpful as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you can uh, ensure that that is a part of what is 
um, inspected during your, your building maintenance program. So you can identify every aspect of the building, um, outside and the inside, as well as um, any equipment, and including first aid equipment. So absolutely. And we, do you, we, yeah, we, we really want to help our ministries avoid the predictable accidents. Absolutely. Now, do you guys have any kind of uh, uh, documents or things of that nature that if a, if the, a church wanted to say, hey, uh, what do I really need to do here to prepare for this? Do you guys have documents or some kind of materials that you can provide for our guys, our, our churches and leadership? Yeah, absolutely, Pastor Tim. Um, along with this podcast, we'll have a corresponding um, blog article that has numerous um, resources um, throughout, including a template for a building maintenance program, um, an incident report form, which is what we would advise ministries to to uh, put together an incident report um, after each accidental injury, um, regardless of whether they're they're threatening to sue or they're saying no, I'm fine, don't worry about it. You wanna you wanna make sure that um, you're. Uh, reporting those incidences every single time. But um, those are just a couple of the resources that that we'll have included in that article. Um, and we can get that to you so that your your church leaders can have access to that. Great. That's, that's the one thing that I've loved about you guys. Um, on your websites and other places through the different uh, uh, companies that you represent, you provide all kinds of helps for us. Uh, we I, One of the things of, of you know, a single pastor church and a single staff church is that we, we don't have a lot of times the expertise or the time to develop these, you know, like a, a volunteer safety plan or a, a child safety plan or a building maintenance program. And all. Uh, those are things that we may not know how to do, but you guys do, and you would provide some of that help for us. And uh, basically it's a, uh, kind of a cut and paste thing that we could take and use from you and uh, uh, follow those uh, procedures. Do you have that kind of thing for us? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially with, you know, single pastor churches, they're already wearing a lot of hats and they're relying a lot on volunteers. Um, and, and we have those resources available where, where we can, we can uh, have them readily available either in paper or via email. And then we can help uh, churches structure them so that it fits their ministry. Um, it is a copy and paste type of type of uh, forms, um, but if you wanted to personalize it to your specific ministry, your specific uh, children's ministry, youth group, um, how your how your church operates, uh, we're we're happy to help you walk through that as well. Okay, folks, we'll be right back with a continuation of Punching Holes in the Darkness podcast. Friends, I want to introduce to you one of our new partners. It is GuideServe. They are our financial partner who helps us take care of all of our nickels and noses, so to speak. Uh, GuideServe is an outsourced accounting partner for our, our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. Uh, GuideServe provides professional accounting solutions to churches and ministries all across the country. And they offer, they truly offer some comprehensive accounting and payroll solutions to organizations ranging from 
just beginning church plant to large churches and expansive ministries. And listen, if you'd like to know more about them, you can visit their website at guideserve.com or send them an email at info at guideserve.com. And by the way, if you mention BSCM, uh, when you do, it'll be a benefit to us as well. So welcome our new partner, GuideServe. One of the things that we're facing now in our churches is uh, abuse issues, as you know. Uh, so everywhere you go, people, uh, there are good people and bad people. There are good people in churches, and there are some bad people in churches. Uh, there are people with really good motives who are there wanting to help and wanting to worship God and move forward and, and be all that God wants them to be. And then there's some who sneak in, so to speak, and they're there to take advantage of and be hurtful. Uh, particularly around ch children and sexual abuse and those kinds of things, that happens. Uh, are there some things that we could implement? Are there some plans that we could put in place that would help protect our children and our individuals and our families uh, from any of these abuses? Yeah, absolutely, Pastor Tim. Um, and I think that that is a, um, a major area of concern for many ministries, especially um, as we look towards um, opening churches back up uh, this year. Um, ministries certainly need to kind of uh, dust off their policies, practices, and procedures, especially when it comes to children's ministry, if they've not been meeting in person for the last year. And we would advise um, either creating or reviewing a, a child uh, safety program, um, as well as a volunteer program. So, um, when you're talking about volunteers, especially um, in children's ministry, you want to ensure that, um, I mean, we have a couple of resources on our website um, as, as well as we can send to you. Um, but just to name a couple of uh, practical steps that can be taken by ministry leaders, ensuring that they maintain the two adult rule. Um, so there's no less than two adults in a room with children. Um, along with that, screening um, screening is a huge thing, and we work with um, three primary um, screening providers um, if, if ministries don't have um, a current uh, ability to screen volunteers right now. Uh, but just because you've known somebody for years and years doesn't mean that they should automatically become a volunteer. They, should, Absolutely. they, need, to be, they need to have a background screening um, and everything of that nature. Now, as it relates to new persons who are looking to volunteer, I know especially for the one staff member um, churches, um, you know, somebody that is looking to volunteer, that might, you know, that might be really appealing to the pastor. Um, but you want to make sure that they've been with the ministry for at least six months. Um, they've, you know, built a relationship with the senior pastor or key leaders um, before you you throw them into a volunteer position as well. So. That's really good. Uh, I appreciate that because many times those who have uh, nefarious or ulterior motives will come in and try to put on the best front and then they begin to say, well, we want to volunteer for children's ministry. That should be a very, that should put up a flag every time for a pastor or leader and make sure that you do those background checks. Of course, we here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan have a, a ministry called Caring Well where we will help others deal with those kind of issues and some of those 
uh, preemptive things that they can do to make sure that uh, they're not taken advantage of. Uh, but also post, if something does happen, happen, we care for those who may have been abused and so forth. That's called caring well, and that's through our Baptist State Convention of Michigan here. But you guys are, are uh, you still have the same heart as we do about this. Uh, we don't want to just cover it with insurance. We want to stop it before it happens and protect it because we're all better off financially, emotionally, spiritually, every other way, if we can do good preemptive work and planning and taking care of the responsibilities God has given us. Obviously, we completely agree with you. We want to help ministry leaders um, prepare to avoid from um, an abuse situation ever occurring. Um, but again, we are the insurance experts. So we want to make sure that ministry leaders, um, when they're reviewing their insurance policy, um, know and understand um, that they have sexual misconduct or an abuse um, coverage that's included on their policy. They understand what it does. They understand the coverage limit that they have and how to utilize that, um, you know, God forbid, if any type of situation like that occurred. So not all policy coverages are created equally. So it's, it's certainly important to review that. Yeah, I, I've had I've had some pastors tell me, so no, we don't need that stuff because that's not going to happen in our church. <laughs> I, I appreciate their faith. I love, and I love to operate by faith, but <laughs> the fact is just the percentage of things going on, it, it's probably going to happen at some time or another. And we've had that in our churches here in Michigan, in our Southern Baptist churches and the Baptist State Convention of Michigan that have had to deal with those very issues, heartbreakingly so, but they did. And fortunately, mo most of ours have had good protections in place. But uh, it was, it's always a good idea to go back and look at those protections and make sure that you are covered well and you are protected well. Uh, and yeah. and so, so that's an important issue as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know um, something comes to mind when you, when you say that. It's kind of a, a term, you hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as a higher level overview that pastors can, can take and run with, um, to your point, Pastor Tim, is is you always want to review and evaluate um, the insurance policy that you have. Don't don't just let that renew year over year over year without looking at it, because as your ministry changes, innovates, and adapts, your insurance policy should as well. Um, but along with that, evaluating your policies and procedures that you have in place, your for your volunteers, for your children's ministry for your building maintenance program. Um, make sure you're, you're looking into that regularly, at least annually as well. Um, and if you're not sure um, you know, what to do, reach out to an expert. If, if you're looking for insurance advice, reach out, reach out to an insurance agent. If you're looking for advice regarding your building, reach out to a local contractor or professional um, and make sure that you're, you're reaching out to those points of contact and you can create a sphere of influence that can help you for your, your ministry. Absolutely. And uh, many may or may not know this, but uh, 
you guys are really our provider for our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. You cover a multitude of our churches, a lot of our churches. You're our preferred provider, uh, along with Brotherhood Mutual and those policies. Uh, and you've done a great job. You take care of our conference and retreat center, in which a lot of buildings and properties there. We have vehicles that you cover and take care of, and uh, you take care of us in, in so many different ways here in the state convention and have done an admirable job. And um, anytime we've needed help, you've helped us. Now, one thing another that our pastors may not know is you guys, you love us. You really do love us and you care for us. <laughs> in fact, uh, you are, have on several occasions given funds back to us to use to help other pastors uh, and to help those who might be in need. In fact, during this pandemic and so forth, you men have uh, been gracious to uh, give some funds back to us based on our policies and our claims and those kind of things. And we are able to use those funds to, to reach out to a pastor who's in need. I don't know many insurance companies doing that. And I don't know many guys out there that do what you, you do and uh, not only just want to quote, take money for insurance coverage, you give money back to us to help us with our pastors. And we want, we want our folks to know that. And we appreciate what you do very, very much. Thank you, Pastor Tim. We, we appreciate that as well. Um, you know, our, our relationship with, with the insurance carrier Brotherhood Mutual uh, has really allowed for us to be able to do that. Uh, the, the group program that they've put together specifically for Southern Baptist churches in Michigan um, has has allowed for us to to give back some of those premiums so that you can you can again invest them into the pastors or invest them into areas where uh, you see your churches needing it most. Well, we appreciate that, guys. Again, it's a it's a mutual relationship here. We know we're partners in this. It's not just we've hired you or you're we're not just a client to you guys. We know that we're in this together, and we truly truly appreciate your lives and your ministries. Anton Spencer, thank you so much for joining with us today. Uh, it's a privilege. Love to have you guys back and talk about other things as well. And I can just tell our friends out there and other pastors and leaders, if you need help in any way or you're considering your insurance needs, please, please contact uh, CGT. We, uh, you'll have uh, opportunity uh, at the end of this podcast. We're going to put some things, some links and things on there for you, as well as a place where you can go in and uh, get more information. Uh, but these guys are a wonderful, wonderful help. Uh, Anton Spencer, thank you. God bless you and appreciate you joining with us today here on Punching Holes in the Darkness. This has been Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast from the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and enjoy these conversations too. And if you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes are available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness.